Line WolfRoofing.net. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, now featuring CBD infused seltzer to get happy, legal for 18 and up. This is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, EMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Friday, Miller and Condon are on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Tom Cakert coming up uh, from HawkeyeReport.com about 11.20. Claxon's Barbecue, our picks uh, before we get out of here at noon. Dave Sprow is about to join us. Dave Sprow, KSI 1430 on the AM dial. Iowa State hosting TCU. Well, Dave Sprow, good to speak with you. Iowa State, the uh, men's uh, program has reached the breather portion of the schedule. Well, not so fast because uh, this conference top to bottom, Dave, uh, it's remarkable how deep that it is. I know it's a cliche, and coaches say it all the time, that there's no nights off in this conference. Uh, this is one of these years that um, that those words kind of ring true, do they not? Yeah, I don't I don't know. In my experience, uh, over 15 years now covering Big 12 basketball, that I've seen the uh, conference as tight as, as this one is. I mean, Iowa State's tied for last place right now, but they're only two and a half games out of first. And you, you've seen this TCU team play some pretty uh, tough games, and they've won a few, you know. Uh, and, uh, maybe one or two they shouldn't have, but, and they played tough in their other games. So they're not going to be a pushover by any means. Uh, it'll be a nice for Iowa State certainly to have that Hilton crowd on its side, but, uh, this isn't going to be a gimme by any stretch. I was looking at the conference top to bottom and looking at the Ken Pomeroy numbers. He has right now Kansas and Baylor projected to win the conference at 13 and five. <laughs> Is that going to be the case? Is five yeah. losses going to get you a share of the regular season title in your mind, Dave? I mean, it's very conceivable. I'm, I'm a little surprised Baylor's already, lost, you know, dropped a couple of games, right. particularly, you know, in one case, the opponent that they probably should have beaten. But, um, yeah, I mean, you, you talk about that meat grinder every night, and at some point it's going to wear you down. And I think that happened to Iowa State a little bit on Wednesday, especially in that oh. second half with the intensity that Texas Tech brings to the court and just, you know, all that stuff kind of snowballs on you and, and gets away from you in a game like that. And that could happen to just about any team in the Big 12, you know, especially when you're going on the road and you're playing teams that are going to be tough and in your face, playing aggressively uh, defensively. Uh, so it, it is very conceivable that uh, five losses, uh, maybe even more, could be, uh, you know, what you could expect out of a conference champion this, this season. Yeah, Trent and I were looking ahead. Well, they got K-State a couple of times in February, so you can put those two in. I'm telling you, this team's a six seed, maybe a five seed. All of a sudden, the Wildcats, Dave, they've picked off Texas Tech and Texas uh, in consecutive games. That's quite a feat for what we thought was, you know, the worst team in the conference. Absolutely, and I, I think Texas Tech is the more impressive win of those two, which yep. might not be what we would have said earlier sure. in the season. But Tech, Texas, ain't, Texas ain't played nobody, you know. It, it, mm-hmm. As we like to say in football, I mean, they just they haven't beaten anyone good yet. They don't have any uh, uh, what do they call them uh, quad one wins uh, as of yet, and uh, they've had opportunities to get them. So I don't know, maybe the Longhorns a little bit of a frog going in, but uh, Texas Tech. Uh, might have been underrated going in too, given just the the way they play, the kind of bodies that they have on that team, the athletic ability they have on that team. They might not be the most skilled offensively, but 
they'll get at they'll get at you defensively and make you earn everything. And and I think both Iowa State and Texas and everybody else Texas Tech has played this season is aware of that. The development we've seen out of the big guy off the bench, Robert Jones. We've talked a lot about Jazz Koontz and what he's done, his shooting, the basketball. Of course, the same thing with Caleb Grill. But Robert Jones, what he's done here over the last three, four games has really been impactful to what this squad's been able to do and just being able to get a little something out of him, not just defensively, but also offensively. What a big step up that is for that next group that comes in. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been huge to have him produce. And then what's really impressive is that, I mean, he, he's kind of grown into that role a little bit. He seems to be coming more, more comfortable now. Uh, and he's kind of playing in a fearless manner, which is impressive because he's the one transfer, I think, who came in without coming from another Power Five conference yep. program. Yep. Uh, but he's, he's more than holding his own. And so his confidence has really risen. And now he's, he's getting a little more comfortable, you know, getting some buckets around the rim. And, uh, so that's, that's absolutely a huge lift now. He and, you know, Jazz Koontz and George Condit, they need to stay out of foul trouble, obviously, uh, to help Iowa State win. But uh, if he can do that, he's going to be a, a significant, you know, he's probably not going to have big double-digit uh, scoring every night. But if he can get six to eight, you know, points mm-hmm. on a regular basis, that's, that's a big lift for that Iowa State offense. You know what I like about him, too? He runs the floor. I mean, he, when he's out there, it, it's all it's all effort, regardless of what end of the floor. If he's going, he's in full flight. Uh, the big man gets going, and he's been uh, very effective uh, as, as of late. They, we, I mean, it's no secret. They need secondary scoring, right? Brockington uh, leads the way by significant margin as far as the leading scorer on this team. We've seen Kalsher occasionally get going. He had a couple of really good games, and offensively, defensively, we know what he brings secondary scoring it, it just seems like well, it's going to be tough to find i think uh grill periodically can do it hunter's arrows clearly pointing up but who do you think when it's all said and done when we look back at the month of february and into march iowa state had the success they did because they got secondary scoring from whom well that's a really good question because we certainly haven't seen anyone step up and be that guy on a consistent level as of yet, we've seen, you know, Tristan and Aruna have some nice games mm-hmm. offensively. Uh, Gabe Kalsher has had a few good nights, but really hasn't been consistent shooting the ball that much. And I think he's the guy maybe I would have pegged as most likely, but even then you knew his three-point percentage the last couple seasons wasn't great, and that's probably not something you could expect to take a dramatic leap in a single season. So it's really hard for me. You know, I just haven't seen anyone step up yeah. and, and display for me you know, this is the guy who's going to help Rockington and take some of the pressure off of him. I guess probably the best case is Hunter. And That's he, what I think. Even in, yeah. Yeah, even in his case, you know, he's such a, a pass-first kind of point guard. It's, that, that's kind of his mentality, and that's, that's a good thing to have, certainly, that he's probably going to defer for the most part to his teammates and try to set up those guys for shots. But he has shown the ability to take the ball to the basket and, and get the points that way. And, Maybe that's something T.J. Otzelberger will try to emphasize more, or maybe Hunter will take that upon himself a little more as he gets more and more comfortable playing in the Big 12. But uh, he's probably the best bet to be that number two scorer. Uh, but I, I don't see a single guy really emerging as that kind of role, at least right now for Iowa State. Over to the women's side, and uh, it was a big build-up to the game earlier mm. this week against Texas. Fenley is asking everybody to come to the building. They're giving away hats and pizza. And then the Jones sisters are not mm. able to play. I mean, just a disappointing end. They hung tough for a half, but Texas ran away there, and it doesn't get any easy easier because now they got to go to Waco on Sunday. What do you know about the likelihood that the Jones will be available to play on Sunday? 
Well, I'm going to visit with Bill Fenley in a little more than an hour here. Uh, he's going to do a, a media availability, so we'll maybe find out some more. He kind of he, he talked about it at length really after the game on Wednesday about how he you know, leaves those decisions up to the training staff, whether it's COVID-related or, or injuries or whatever. He, you know, he, he's told when a player is ready, and when a player is ready, then, then he goes, and goes forward the game planning and preparation and all that with, with those players in mind. So we'll find out today what he knows. He might not know for sure at this point. Nobody might know for sure at this point. I'm not sure exactly what the protocols are are or how long they you know have to quarantine or, or what have you. But obviously that was a huge loss, and, and Fenley didn't want to you know blame the loss on the loss of the of the the absence of those two players. But from our perspective, we can clearly see you know without your leading scorer and leading rebounder in Ashley Jones and one of your other top scorers and rebounders in Aubrey Jones, you're going to be, you know, you're not going to get any better. and You're not going to improve your chances of winning without a couple of players like that. And and it showed, it, you know, Texas is the type of team that's generally a tough matchup for Iowa State because they play such a physical style. And generally they, they have bigger players. They, they're not quite that kind of team this year, but they are physical and they are aggressive on the defensive end. And that's always a tough matchup for, for an Iowa State team that's, Fairly unfairly gets categorized more maybe in the finesse offensive orange of the category, although they have some, some players who can, who can D up a little bit. But, uh, that's, a, that's something that, you know, Bill Friendly is the kind of coach he is because he doesn't take, he doesn't accept excuses and he doesn't see the absence of two of his best players as an excuse. But I think we, we can all know reasonably without those two. Iowa State's at a bit of a disadvantage. Yeah, they certainly are. Is the, uh, with them not in the lineup, does dad stay away from the building? Boy, he's a beauty. I, I can assure you he was in the building on Wednesday. You heard that, it. Yeah. That is as far as I'll go with that. Yeah. No, understandably so. I won't push you anymore. Uh, any football news, Dave Sproul? I know they've got some preferred walk-ons that we've signed uh, that they've uh, posted on their on their football Twitter account. Anything going on football-wise? You know, it was, it was really uh, interesting to see the uh, the Iowa Western quarterback, whose name eludes me at the moment. Uh, the walk on six two kid, yeah, yeah, preferred walk on yeah. at QB. And you know, we talked about whether Iowa State might jump in the transfer transfer window for a quarterback, and now there's there's up and down in, into the JUCO ranks. And we suspected, you know, anything they bring in at, at that position would be for depth, and I think that's what we're seeing there. And he put up really big numbers, certainly uh, at Iowa Western, and. Maybe there's a connection there between Jake Waters, who's on the staff and played at Iowa Western, and and bringing in a kid from Iowa Western there to uh, to add some depth to the quarterback room, which Iowa State kind of needs uh, with the absence of Brock Purdy and uh, some younger guys coming in. So he'll bring some knowledge, I'm sure, and whatever experience he can. But obviously, he's he's not there to replace Hunter Deckers. Hunter Deckers is the guy, and so yeah, we'll we'll see how that uh, plays out. But I think it's a good indication too. They reinforce the, what we talked about before. They're not really jumping in the transfer portal to get a, uh, a high level uh, QB. They just need some depth there, and it looks like that's that's what they're going to do uh, with that position. Uh, last thing, have you heard as far as ticket availability tomorrow for the three o'clock tip? ESPN two has the TV one hundred point three and fourteen thirty KSI have the uh, radio call uh, of the game. Uh, is it sold out? Or there's got if there are tickets, there's got to be very few of them left. I would imagine. I saw on social media from, I think it was the Iowa State Athletics or Iowa State Basketball account that they had limited tickets available. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's probably near a, a sellout, but I think there's a, a few out there still to be had. So should be pretty full, pretty loud uh, Hilton Coliseum tomorrow. Good stuff. Thank you, Dave Sproul. Appreciate it. Talk to you next week. 
Hey, quick plug for myself, uh, yes. if I might. Big uh, high school game in Ames tonight with the number one ranked Little Cyclones hosting the number three Waukee Northwest Wolves. You got uh, you got Tame and Lipsy for Little Cyclones. You got uh, Price Sanford, the state's leading scorer for uh, Waukee Northwest, uh, and you can hear that on fourteen thirty KSI or the iHeartRadio app, or come out to the gym. It's going to be a really fun matchup. Uh, so, so Ames is ranked number one. How about in that? the Associated Press poll, and yeah. I believe the registers Super Ten they have them. Number one as well. And the interesting thing there is that I was, that Ames hasn't played in two weeks due to a combination of quirky oh. scheduling and, and weather-related postponements. So it's going to be really interesting to see if they have any uh, rust on the uh, – uh, if they have rust on that squad coming into tonight. 1v3, and you can hear it on 1430 or the iHeart app, and Dave Sproul will have the game. Uh, what time? 7 o'clock tip-off, I'm assuming? 8? 7 7.30, okay. somewhere in there, maybe a little later. Good yeah. stuff. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. And uh, glad that yeah. you uh, made us aware of that big spot tonight, that you'll be courtside calling on uh, KSI. Thanks, Dave. Thank you, guys. Good to talk to you. Dave Sproul, KSI, 14.30 on the AM dial. You saw Ames, maybe their last game. Yeah, it? I think it would have been, yeah, as they knocked off Ankeny Centennial. Uh-huh. Uh, up in Ankeny, that one. I filled in for Dave as he was doing Cyclone he duties He was at the in, time. I think, Oklahoma. He's in Norman getting ready to call Oklahoma-Iowa State, was he not? That sounds right. I Absolutely. think it was. Absolutely. So should be a good one tonight. Yeah. Taman Lipsy, he is so tough with the ball, his ability to get to the rim. I mean, just thinking about him and Tyrese Hunter together next season, two physical guards, guys that can mm. just put their head down. Get some shooters surrounding those two. And, and Lipsy likes he's uh, committed to playing the defensive end of the oh, floor, too. Yeah, big Ooh, he'll time. fit right in then. Yes, big time. And they got a couple other guys. Uh, LeBeau, Corey Phillips is a real fun player. That's a good group at Ames this year. Waukee Northwest saw him earlier this season. And, you know, watching Sanford, he's a lot shorter than is his he? brother. Yeah. And he's more 6'2, 6'3 compared to the 6'7 that we saw out of Peyton. But Price, he's got a little more wiggle to him, you know, a little more of that mm-hmm. kind of. Not just strictly a shooter. There's more to his game. Where where, where is he going to go? Iowa. You, I mean, a done deal. Is, he will he fit on the roster? I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's you no. Know, he'll be a two guard. Mm-hmm. He's in the well. This can be termed negatively. You know, the Josh Oglesby kind of role. Hope he shoots it better than Oglesby yeah. ultimately would. But a guy like that, he'll find minutes absolutely. And I still think there's a role for Peyton on this year's Hawkeye team too. Uh, how shooting. many minutes he played the other night? Very many, right? Couple? Single digits, yeah. I think two minutes, and they never got back, and they missed a shot. Somebody, fo- I remember, he missed a shot, somebody followed it and scored, and then we never saw him again. Right. Uh, it's 11.20, time for another keyword. Speaking of the Hawks, Tom Kakert is coming up next. Glad Sproul made us aware of that, uh, mm-hmm. little Cyclones. And I did not know they were the number one rank. Good for them. Uh, $1,000 slam dunk. Go to KXNO.com. Once you get there, enter the keyword, Bills. Bills, is that an omen? Hmm. For Sunday night, well, it's an omen for the 11 o'clock hour at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000 bills. The 11 o'clock keyword, 1120 Miller and Condon are on. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Do you remember when America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, won their first Super Bowl with Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, and company? It's been a while, but the answer is 1993. Do you know when Wolf Roofing started roofing houses? That's right, 1993. Wolf Roofing has been around for a long time. For your next roofing project, put the experience of Wolf Roofing on your side. Find them on the web at wolfroofing.net or give them a call at 515-225-8866. Or on local sports. 
Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? The Central Iowa Sports Network is your home for year-round coverage of high school athletics in the CIML and the only place to watch Des Moines Menace Soccer. Providing coverage year-round and always streaming for free on YouTube and at CISN.TV. Subscribe to CISN TV on YouTube to stay up to date on upcoming events. Like and follow on Facebook and Twitter at CISN TV or visit their website at CISN.TV. CISN TV, the home for live local in West Des Moines. Back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO, 3.30 tips, sold out Carver Hawkeye tomorrow. Penn State and Iowa Junior Weekend for the football program. They'll have a whole bunch of visitors. Tom Kickert has the latest on that and other stuff as we welcome him in. Hello, TK. How are you? Doing well. Hope you guys are doing okay. Absolutely. Can't wait for the weekend. Lots of football, lots of basketball, and uh, look forward to uh, your follow-up on the junior weekend uh, with the football program. But I'm going to start with Caitlin Clark, who had another triple-double last night. There's been some talented, talented women that have come through that program under the in, uh, under Lisa Bluter, Bluter, particularly in the last few years, Tom. I think that when it's all said and done, Clark's going to take that bar and even elevate it a little bit. I know different players, but um, boy, oh boy, she seems destined, if she wants, for a professional career. Oh, 100%. She may end up being, um, you know, a number one pick Mm -hmm. in the WNBA draft. Um, She has played terrific. I mean, who would have thought that, you know, because I think when, when Megan Gustafson, um, left, everybody thought, well, sh- she's got records that nobody's ever going to touch. <laughs> and, you know, if Caitlin Clark stays around, um, you know, she's she could set all kinds of records. And um, she's almost, you know who she is? Uh, and, Ken, you're, you're, you're older like me. <laughs> she kind of sometimes just, the way she plays the game, it reminds me of Pistol Pete Maravich. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. Pretty high praise. Yeah, I'll say. Uh, he could fill you know, it up in his just, own right. Just, yeah, because she can score at a high level. She's really imaginative with the way she um, she passes the basketball, mm-hmm. and um, you know that's that's how Pistol Pete plays. Yes, and it is. She's, she's just kind of like that, where she's a, a big time scorer, but also just a, an incredible passer. Was supposed to have a big game this weekend. Top ten Indiana was going to be coming to town. COVID pause for the Hoosiers, though. That game's off the table. So any rescheduling yeah, Illinois. Oh, it's Illinois. Illinois coming, yeah. Okay, so it'll be Illinois, get another shot there. And against the Illini, probably a chance to pick up a victory here. It's been a, such a weird year for Iowa women's basketball. Really inconsistent. They're certainly a tournament team. How good? What? How high is the ceiling for this year's Hawkeye women's squad? 
a good question uh, because they came into the season with so many high expectations um, for this year. Given that you know Caitlin Clark's coming back, you've got one of the top bigs in the country in Monica Cesano. You've got you know Kate Martin was back, but it, they just haven't been able to get kind of a flow going, and I think that's one of the things that that Lisa's talked about. You know, they had that that COVID pause right around Thanksgiving uh, and lost out on you know, the Drake game and Seton Hall and USC and the, the Cancun challenge. And they came back, but then they've had some games that were postponed. Um, you know, the Penn state game, Illinois, and now they're, you know, rescheduled that Illinois game for this weekend. Um, so, and the Indiana game. So they just have had kind of the stop and start that has been really frustrating for them. So uh, now they're, it seems like they're getting back on track and um, that's a good thing that they can, uh, you know, stack some wins together and, and get a little bit of a flow going. Tom Kankert, Hawkeye Report, uh, joins us. Tom, well, Carver's sold out tomorrow. Here comes Penn State, but let's go back to Rutgers and obviously the ending. Tom, the biggest surprise to me, not that the official made that call, I mean, which which just was egregious, particularly the way the flow of the game went. I mean, it was a physical game and anything went seemingly for 39 minutes and 58 seconds. But I was shocked that McCaskey, uh, McCaskey, McCaffrey didn't blow a gasket. Um, and, and then whether when during the play or when the whistle blew or in the subsequent press conference uh, at the end of it. Um, I, I, I was shocked, Tom, that uh, that he held his tongue, bit his lip. Um, <laughs> doesn't normally That's not normally the case. Fran has been incredibly disciplined in what he says about officials since the McJunkins incident at Ohio State. And I, I think um, he realizes that he might be you know, to, to use the animal house thing, he might be on like double secret probation kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. He he just, he's not going to go there. In fact, he joked, he, he said after the game the other night that he maybe should ask my sons because they'll talk because I know Connor will <laughs> yep. and I know Patrick will and I know they'll let officials have it a little bit and they feel free to say that those things. So he's been incredibly smart about it. Um, so, and I think that's going to continue. He's just not going to, he's not going to say anything about officiating. And I think he said it very well without getting in trouble. What he said after the game, uh, against Rutgers with that, Tom, speaking of Patrick, it's been at times a frustrating watch with Patrick. And one of the things that I've just been continuing to be baffled by is for a coach's son, there's times, especially on the defensive end, a basketball IQ doesn't always seem like it's exactly there for Patrick, certainly in comparison to his brother Connor, who has one of the highest uh, that you're going to see in college basketball. Patrick, just getting right, adding a little bit of physicality, absorbing some contact, it hasn't been all there yet. Can it still be unleashed for Patrick McCaffrey? It, it, we've seen it when it's been really good. Um, so I would say, yeah, that it's it's there. He's the, he's the wild card for this team, in my opinion. The, the guy that if if they're going to make a run in March, you know, make it to that second weekend, finally get past that, which I think they could do, but um, it, it's all about matchups and it's all about, I think Patrick being that guy who can catch fire a little bit and make some plays. Cause he's so good at the front of that press too. You've seen that 
that three-quarter court press where he just causes a lot of problems, gets a lot, creates a lot of turnovers and mistakes there. So he's, he uses that length. But then there are times, uh, on, you know, just man-to-man defense where he kind of gets lost. And there's, um, times in games where, you know, some of those drives where he's kind of throwing it up off balance where maybe if he jump stops there and then goes up strong and tries to draw some contact, he's going to the foul line and he's an excellent shooter. So I think those are things he's, maybe he's just trying to figure it out with his body, you know, the maturity of a body and trying to absorb contact and feeling comfortable in absorbing contact. That's something he's learning yet. Tom, uh, before we get into the, uh, to, to the Penn state game, just conference overall, um, Trent's convinced Wisconsin's the best team. And I, I mean, I can't poke holes in, in, in his take. I really can't. But yet, I, it, it doesn't feel like they are to me. I watched this Purdue team, and I watched the game start to finish last night. In Indiana, they seemingly, I mean, it's been over 2,000 days since they, since they were able to pick them off. Uh, is Wisconsin, are the Badgers the team to beat in your mind? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, I still think it's, I still think Purdue's the best I team. I do too. I still think when it's all said and done, they're the best team. And and if Curbelo is back yeah. and playing really well for Illinois, they might have the case. The 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 one team that I look at on in there and and think, boy, there's some regression coming is probably Michigan State, who's sitting at five and one and mm-hmm. they've skated by and I, I just don't think they're that good. Um you know that Rutgers team—they're playing well. They're at five and two right now, so they're good at home. Long. But, but yeah, but Purdue four and three in conference, and they've got the two of the best bigs. Yeah. They've got maybe the most athletic wing player in the conference, and and Jaden Ivy. They've mm-hmm. got probably a top five shooter in, in Sasha. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've just—they've got, and they've got maybe the deepest bench uh, in the conference when you can bring. You know, first and um, Gillis and guys like that off the bench. They're just, they're really good. Um, but, <laughs> you know, can't argue with Wisconsin. Although we'll see how they do tonight, uh, maybe without Wall playing, which might be something to watch. Tom Caker joining us, HawkeyeReport.com. Tom, jump into a little football recruiting side of things sure. and uh, big weekends uh, brewing for Iowa football. What's the latest on that front you can tell us? And, also, take it a step further, anything percolating as we get closer and closer to February signing day. Is Iowa going to sign anybody? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, well, first we'll start with the recruiting weekend, and it's primarily just 2023, 20, 2024 20, guys. The big name guy is four-star, Mac Markaway. His dad um, played football at Iowa, uh, and so he's... He committed to Florida fairly early, but now with the change at Florida, he's um, kind of opened things back up, and he's making a, a trip to Iowa City. Caden Feagan, another four-star kid, a uh, athlete running back from uh, Illinois, um, and he's been to Iowa City a bunch. Um, the kid from Urbandale, Kai Black, uh, three-star kid, Alex Moda from uh, Marion's coming in. Uh, Jameson Patton from Des Moines Roosevelt, mm-hmm. uh, three-star athlete. Um, wide receiver, defensive back. Uh, he's coming in. Asa Newsom, another Waverly Shellrock. His brother is at uh, uh, Nebraska, so that's going to be some uh, some competition there. Um, yeah, there's there's <laughs> it's a good list of players coming in uh, this weekend, and um, 
you know, it, it's it Titus Cram, the, the 2024 kid from Bondurant, uh, is, is coming in as well. And Good running he, back. This, uh, yep. Yeah, he's, he, boy, he looks like he's about uh, 22 years old. That's <laughs> when I saw him. Uh, the kid from uh, Nevada, uh, uh, Carson Rhodes, tight end, is coming in as well. So um, they've got a good list of in-state and a bunch of kids from Missouri uh, coming in. Uh, as far as uh, where things go with, uh, um, with with signing day, you know it's hard to tell uh, right now. It's, uh, I, it might be where they just wait and, and see what happens. One guy that Iowa did offer today out of the transfer portal is uh, Stephen Stillnemos, uh, who is uh, from Lafayette College in Pennsylvania, um, six foot five, two hundred fifty pound tight end. He's a grad transfer. He's also got offers from Pitt, Rutgers, Virginia, Temple, Syracuse, Connecticut. Uh, Iowa offered him uh, today, and it looks like he'll probably uh, visit uh, uh, maybe next weekend. Hmm. Good stuff. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Tom, have a wonderful weekend. We'll read the recap of uh, the recruiting weekend and all the game stuff at HawkeyeReport.com. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate it. Okay, thank you. Good to talk to you. Tom Kakert, HawkeyeReport.com. You know, Nebraska signed a couple of quarterbacks. Including uh, Chubba Purdy, people, yeah. right, uh, and, and Casey Thompson from Texas. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts? Oh, they had to do it. Sure. But they had Adrian's there. gone. Right. He's, and, a, he's a wild cat. And we saw when Adrian wasn't out there. Uh, they don't have anybody. Right. They got that could run. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I know nothing about Chubba Purdy. I mean, he went started other than the uh, follow his path, mm-hmm. Louisville to Florida State, mm-hmm. now to Nebraska. Um, he was more highly regarded than Brock it, was. But Brock out. was sick. Don't forget. Remember, he it had was, that yep. mono, and so I don't know of the two Purdies. Yeah, who was the best one at, at the dinner table? Recruiting rankings, he was higher. But like you said, there was also and remember Alabama and Texas A and M was getting involved they with Brock were, too at the end. Yes, at the end. So recruiting rankings aren't the end all be mm-hmm. all. Certainly, as we know, some of those teams that are looking at you also says something there. But he's obviously confident because he knew Casey Thompson signed the week before. I like Casey Thompson. I don't love him. I like him. Mm-hmm. He also I kind of get, feel the same way. Couldn't get Texas to a bowl game. No. With that running back behind him, yeah. B. John Robinson. How about Gary Patterson? Remember that staff now? We're in That's the long really, form. Oh, yeah. And he couldn't say anything at the game, the K-State game the other night, because the official, I, I guess the hiring process, it's a state job, and he got oh, it through okay. the protocols, et yep. cetera. Has to be posted for yeah, a certain amount of days. Yeah. Yep. So, so that became official yesterday. You know what's official right now? What do you got? It's time for Claxton's Barbecue Giveaway Trend Content. Oh, cold night, some wings. Wings or briskets. There you go. That brisket sandwich. It's it's phenomenal. We need another one brought in here for lunch someday. Well, the seed has just been planted. (laughs) 284-515-284-5966. If you haven't participated in this promotion in the last 30 days, now is your opportunity to do so. We'll take the first four calls. If you get a ring, that means you're in. Stay there until Trent will get to the phone. 284-515-284-5966. Claxon's giveaway next. It's Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3. The Chicken Coop is the place for great food and wings with three metro locations. The Chicken Coop has the best, fresh, never frozen wings. Buffalo, garlic, jalapeno, buck nasty, tropical heat, pepper teriyaki, 
garlic parmesan, and so much more. Along with steaks, burgers, ribs, and a children's menu for the little ones. And don't forget about the Chicken Coop's daily lunch and drink specials. Catch all the games at the Chicken Coop in Ankeny, Urbandale, KXNO. We are on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is celebrating with a huge odds boost for new customers. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5, and if they win, you get $200 in free bets. Not a new customer, that's all right. You can still get in on the action with the divisional round in the same game parlays. You can buy multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout, touchdown score, first touchdown scored, money line, whatever you want to do. They have it in there with those same game parlays. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code KXNO to get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. That's just $5 to win 280 in free bets if that team wins. The promo code KXNO for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook. They're an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older. Iowa only, new customers only, and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Forty-five on a Friday. It's time to give away some barbecue from our friends at Claxons. Andy and his team at Claxons, serving barbecue in the Altoona area for twenty-five years. Thirty-one, thirty-one, Eighth Street Southwest in Altoona. You can find Claxons Barbecue online at Claxon. No S. Claxon BBQ dot com. Claxon BBQ dot com. There you will find the menu, the hours, etc. For the award-winning barbecue with our friends Claxons in Altoona. We've got four games in a tiebreaker for Jeff, Carey, Jason, and Todd. Whoever gets the most right will get a $35 gift certificate. The runner-up gets 25 Away we go. Jeff, you are first. Welcome to the program. Jeff, how are you? Ken, happy Friday. And to you, sir. Uh, the Titans, who get Derrick Henry back. That's the latest. He is going to start. Are a three-and-a-half-point favorite over the Bengals, Jeff? This is my biggest play of the year. Whoa. I think people are forgetting about the Titans. I think people are forgetting about how consistent, how they had Kansas City on the ropes last year in the playoffs and how they beat Kansas City this year in the regular season. I'm going with the Titans, and it's an easy cover. 0-1. Uh, Green Bay is a five-and-a-half-point favorite over the Niners. Well, I know you went 5-0 and last week, Ken, but your, uh, your record this year is kind of a little stuck. Yeah, I'll right. be okay. Okay. <laughs> Fair point. Um, I will go with uh, the tight line, but you know what? Aaron Rodgers is the MVP, so I'll go with Green Bay. Tampa Bay, three-and-a-half over the Rams Sunday. That's the early game. Tom Brady, his career... Might not end the season, but they're going to lose outright. Give me the Rams. Wrong team is favored from our friend Jeff. Chiefs, one and a half over the Bills. <sighs> Give me Pat Mahomes. Give me the Chiefs. All right, here's the tiebreaker, Jeff. Uh, closest without going over. Iowa State's points, Iowa's points. Not their opponents. Clones and Hawks will combine to score how many points tomorrow? Closest without going over. 
140. Jeff, have a good weekend. Enjoy the games. Thank you, you too. Yep, Bye-bye. thank you. Uh, Kerry is next. Kerry, welcome to Miller and Condon. How are you? I'm good, sir. How are you? Good. Um, Tennessee is a three-and-a-half-point favorite over Cincinnati. Give me uh, the Bengals. All right. Green Bay, five-and-a-half over the Niners. I'll take uh, Pat. Tampa Bay, a three-and-a-half-point favorite over the Rams. Give me Brady. Okay. Uh, Chiefs, a point-and-a-half over the Bills. Mom. And here's the tiebreaker, Kerry. Iowa and Iowa State will combine just them to score how many points tomorrow? One fifty one. Kerry, thank you. Have a good weekend. You too, sir. Appreciate it. Jason is up next. Hi, Jason. Hey, Ken. How are you? Good, thanks. Uh Tennessee's a three and a half point favorite over the Bengals. The Bengals. Green Bay five and a half over San Fran. Green Bay. Tampa Bay three and a half to the Rams. Tampa. Chiefs a point and a half favorite over the Bills. Go Chiefs. Clones, Hawks, combined to score how many points uh, tomorrow closest without going over? 152. Good to hear from you, Jason. Have a good weekend. Uh, you too, Ken. Take Thank care. Thank you. Yep. Uh, and uh, Todd brings Claxons to a close for another week. Hello, Todd. Jimmy, how are you? Good. Thank you. Uh, Tennessee's a three-and-a-half point favorite over the Bengals. Titans. Green Bay, five-and-a-half over San Fran. Niners and Rodgers is going to start looking for a house in Denver. Oh, you're preaching to the choir, my friend. You know what? Let's make Todd. <laughs> Todd's the winner. Uh, Tampa Bay a three, Tampa Bay's a three-and-a-half-point favorite over L.A. Yeah, Tampa. And KC a point-and-a-half over Buffalo? Never take the Chiefs. Go Bills. I'm with you on that one. Clones and Hawks, total points closest without going over just those two. No. One forty-one. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> Todd, you have a good weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And I hope you are right, but I think he's staying in Green you Bay. You do? I think I... the good the, the relationship has been mended. No, with Aaron Rodgers. That Tough punk? to do. Right? He is. I, I guess he. Uh, anyways, guy holds a grudge. Well, he dropped an f bomb in, in the middle of an interview yesterday. I mean, I know it can happen, it right? It can happen. But it's not like he just walked off the field, right? Supposed to be pretty relaxed. Uh, anyways, um, well, it's time for our picks. Yeah, Mr. 5-0. and oh. Puts you at... Oh, I'm way over 500. 45. Uh-huh. 53. Jesus. And 2. But 12-8 and eight in your best bets. What do I get for that? Is there a little bonus at the end for best bet competition? Yeah, you get silver medal. I'll take the silver. And wait a second. There's only two of us. There's only two. Uh-huh. All right, let's get into it, Trent. We will give uh, it's only four games obviously. Let's see if we can build on that 5 and 0. Oh. We'll see. I know that I'm probably taking my heart in a couple of these games. I'm a Joe Burrow guy. Uh and I like Mike Vrabel. So kind of torn. But I'm going to take the I'm going to take the Bengals. I love the story. Uh, this team's growing up. Now, they did have a couple injuries on their defensive front, which is worrisome, especially if Derrick Henry is anywhere close to being 100%. But give me the points. Give me Cincinnati. For business, we need Green Bay to win. I believe they will. 
Uh, the, the Bosa injury, the Warner injury, both of them concerning. Bakhtiari is going to play. Billy Turner, the right tackle, is going to play. Oh, by the way, Aaron Rodgers, he's also going to play. Give me the uh, Green Bay. I'll lay the five and a half. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a good game, but in the end, Green Bay prevails. I like Los Angeles. Trent, you convinced me. Uh, the Rams, something about this team. Tampa Bay, Werfs, mm. Jensen, their center. Apparently, they both practiced today. They're nowhere near 100%. I think the injuries catch up with Tampa Bay. I will take Los Angeles, pick number three. I can't pick the Chiefs. I should pick the Chiefs. They're the Chiefs. They're at home, and you gotta, you have to only have to give less than a field goal. But no, I like Josh Allen. Give me the Bills. That is pick number four. Do I have to designate a best bet? Well, if you want to put it in the win column. My best bet of those four is the Rams... Plus three and a half. Grabbing the three in the hook with the Rams. Well, we got some agreement, some disagreement. That's what happens this time of year. Let's kick things off with my best bet of the week. And early in the week, I was with you with Cincinnati. I was buying the hype. And the more that I broke down this game, and the more I looked at this Tennessee team, I think they are ripe for a big, big win. Derrick Henry, is he on a pitch count, quote-unquote? How many carries can he have? 15 was a number that was thrown out. I don't think it's going to matter. I think Tennessee clubs Cincinnati. They celebrate like they won the Super Bowl last Mm. week with a playoff win. Not going to be the case here. Lay the three and hook. Give me Tennessee. It's also my best bet of the week. Game number two, 49ers. I've identified this team a long time ago. I jumped aboard. I got all kinds of futures involved here. This is also a rooting interest, but five and a half, I just don't get it. I don't get the number. I don't think the gap is that significant between these two teams, the way they're playing right now. Garoppolo needs to be good. He can't just be average in order to win this game, but certainly he's going to be average enough to cover. Give me five and a half and the 49ers. I'm with you on L.A. like the Rams in this spot, the way that they played certainly Monday night. But on top of it, I just don't like the look of this Tampa team. End of days for Tom Brady. Well, some will wish that that's the case. Rams, the better side. Give me the field goal, the three and a half that we get with the Rams. And we'll wrap it up with the final game of the weekend. I've been back and forth. I told you this is the game I'm least likely to put a lot of money on, certainly of the four divisional round games. Buffalo, love what we saw out of Josh Allen. His ability to run the football has completely changed what they did late in the season. And Kansas City, they love to play man. But do I want to be that guy that bets against Patrick Mahomes in a home playoff game? Join me. I don't. I don't want to be that guy. Very well could be wrong, and if I am, so be it. I'm not betting against the Chiefs in this spot. Give me Kansas City, minus one and a half. All right, there you go. Our picks for Divisional Weekend. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. This is the uh, final Saturday of football. Final Saturday of football. August. Oh, i got to give my record, too, since I gave yours. I no, mean, you don't have to. Well, I'd like to. Okay. 55, 44, and 1. Pretty good. But in the Bet Rivers contest that uh, you're currently in, Biff uh-huh. Hammer leads the way. He has. He's already gone up over four hundred dollars. We started with two hundred and fifty. I got just shy of three hundred. Couple of futures in there, including San Francisco to win the NFC, San Francisco to win the Super Bowl, and Green Bay to win the NFC. I bet that this week, the odds are better to bet them in the futures market than go money line money line. That rarely really? happens. Rarely happens that you see that in the market. So I jumped aboard with that one and took the Packers to win the NFC. Well, uh, best of luck in your contest. I believe you sit 
third going uh-huh. into the weekend. Um, Murph and Andy are going to slide on in here at uh, 1 o'clock. Of course, the Fanatics at 3. Uh, Iowa Wild Hockey on the air tonight, tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. The pregame will be back. Sean Roberts, Justin Miller, the whole crew over there. Is Nathan Fisher part of this now? At times. At times. Well, tune in tomorrow and see who's with Sean and Justin. Uh, Have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy all the games. We will talk to you on Monday on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.